0: Last time, on Towers and Cavern side stories, my allies and I finally make our way out of the horrifying Eloin ruins after defeating a creature known as a roper, a monstrosity that I wish to never see again. But we're now attempting to lay low as we cross the lands near the borders leading into the place known as the Atoni Hunting Grounds. Unfortunately, the hunting grounds is a place filled with many dangerous beasts, but with my luck, We do happen to encounter a few of these beasts fortunately we're able to escape them unarmed but now we come across this odd tavern that seems to stand out in the middle of nowhere could this be another trap i hope not side stories episode 15 sorceress of aloria part 7 so as the party enters the tavern from outside the, the area let's go ahead and erase your turn order you all enter the tavern as you do you see there's a, a fireplace that's lit none of the torches really on the walls are lit because it's daytime and as you step in it's it's really lonely and quiet you can see there's a couple of tables scattered around with some chairs the the scene around you the, the tavern looks pretty well kept uh someone recently swept and cleaned up the floors and the walls And you just see this torch or the torch. The the fireplace is lit with some chairs next to it. There's a bar to the far end and a couple of doors that lead to some back rooms. And then there are stairs that head upstairs to where the rooms would be in this tavern. But you don't see anyone. What do you do?
1: I don't know how many times you can do this. Can you do another one? We're inside. Can we do a perception chest?
0: You can do one inside because you did one outside. So you can do one inside. Oh, there we go. All right. One second. Sam with a 15, Kai with a 5 total. Luna's got a 19. Eckert, are you making another roll?
2: Eckert, at this point, was focused on healing himself. Okay. So All
0: right. he's going to actually
2: take a seat a little bit, and he's kind of tending to his wounds. He's full health, by the way. But um, as he's kind of tending to himself, he is going to... I think he's going to use Insight on this one. And the reason why he's going to use Insight is he's trying to get an idea if there's been a more recent maybe attack or something that's gone on in here okay just trying to kind of get that feeling almost like that i don't know almost like that that spine chill that you get from yeah
0: okay sure all right so uh kai you don't notice anything luna's sniffing around the room uh, Luna can pick up some scents from anyone that traveled. Luna could definitely smell that there was someone in here or is in here. As you're looking around with your perception, Sam, you see, you know, it, it's still really clean in inside the tavern. You, you do notice, though, with your 15, that one of the doors in the back leading into uh, possibly the owner's bedroom uh, past the bar is cracked open a bit. And you don't really hear all that much else. And your insight,
2: Eckerd, uh So with your insight, do you have like a, a sense
0: kind of skill? Or I guess
2: for him, it's less uh, so I, I'm not trying to just use skills that he's good at. Uh, in his mind, he's trying to see if they're, if he's getting that feeling of there having been maybe some some turmoil in here or you know, does he maybe catch the, 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 the smell of like uh, maybe like sweat or something in the air? Is kind of his thing. If not, I mean, I can hon- honestly, I should probably do this instead. Yeah, he doesn't pick up on anything. He's oh. just really tired. Guys. Okay, he's just trying to get his head wrapped around the fact that they just got chased away. Okay, and so he you know, got literally and got bit hit. in half. Okay, so yeah, Eckard's Eckard's pretty uh,
0: preoccupied with his healing and and, oh. and after what you all just escaped because I mean, Eckard knowing the Remaraz is a giant giant issue, and that's something you, you're probably still shaking over.
3: Very Have rare. seen one come in person. One of those.
0: Yes. And you are a 20 on survival. You are, you're looking around.
3: Yeah, um, I'm looking around. I kind of get the, the sense of everybody kind of on edge. So I start kind of feeling the same and going to try to look around, see if.
0: Okay. So you your, survival, uh, your survival is much higher than everyone else's. So with a 20, you are, you don't necessarily see anything off putting with your survival. You do notice. Uh, you do notice that there's some some marks kind of near the door that's cracked open into the room past the bar, and you feel like you're somewhat cold, but nothing too off-putting. You feel a little chilly, at least a, a little bit more chillier than you did outside of the tavern. As you're all kind of stepping in, Eska's looking around, and she's, she's going to look at the party. Uh, is anyone home? I don't see anyone here. Is this... Is this normal for the place to be empty like this?
1: It is absolutely not.
0: So, while she's asking this, and you're all looking around, the door leading to that room past the bar table it slowly creaks open. And what comes out, you see this old orc in, you know, fairly common clothing. He's hunched over, has gray hair. The is orcs. It the orc is probably at about 68 years old. He uh, looks pretty young to me. He's uh, He's got some old white, or he's got some white hair growing out, long white hair, white beard. And as he's walking out, he looks up.
4: Oh, welcome, travelers, to my lovely home. Are you here to rest? Where are you coming from?
0: And he's going to step up closer, slowly. And as he's walking, you see he has a limp to him. You catch on to the limp. I mean, it could be because he's older. He doesn't have a cane or anything. But he's just walking towards you.
4: How may
0: I help you?
4: I am Oguk. Owner and tavern keep to this lovely abode. Here in the Atoni hunting grounds. Are you making your way by toward Zogun? Or are you coming from Zogun, my
1: dear friends? Since uh Ra or er, Sam has seen Oguk before and spoken with him, and he he's been in this place before, uh, does he notice anything about Oguk that like maybe his voice is weird or make me an insight check on this.
0: Either an insight or an investigation. One of the two. Come on, Skills. Okay, a 17. So as, as he's limping out towards the party, you notice that Aguk, from what you remember, it's been a while, it's been a while. You don't remember Aguk having a limp last mm-hmm. time you were here. He doesn't sound any different. He doesn't look any different. The only thing you really notice is his limp, really. Uh, he might not look like he's slouching as much as he, as he normally did, but that doesn't really you know, yell anything. Suspicious all that much, unless it's something you do think is suspicious. He doesn't have as big of a slouch, and the limp is new.
4: I don't think I've seen you all be here before. Uh,
0: he looks at Sam.
4: Uh, I can't say I remember any one of you. Much welcome. Uh, are you here to rent a room? It's definitely safe here. I don't know if you've noticed the runes outside that surrounds my lovely home. Thanks to the goblinoids of Zogun, they have protected my area here. Keeps the beasts away, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> you rolled a stealth of 11 to slowly pull out your dagger, Yalar. Might want to do sleight of hand. Yeah, sleight of hand. A sleight of hand would be
3: better? Yeah. Way okay.
0: better than your stealth with that. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, an eight... All right, Agok, he sees this. He look, he's looking at the party, and he looks over at Yilvar. Now, now, dear Tortle,
4: do not take me for a weak old man. Raise that dagger to me. I will fight back and know that the goblinoids of Zogun will hear about this. Put that dagger away,
1: young one. Uh, Sam kind of steps in between Ylar and Oguk and says, whoa now, whoa now. My team here is very weary from travel and we're just not not the most trustworthy. You say you've never seen me in this place before. We're not uh,
4: Well, I am getting a little bit older, my friend. I see a lot of people come by here from time to time in, in large groups. Now, I mean, I don't... F- I don't remember seeing too many Goliaths. I mean, maybe a couple here and there, but you must forgive my memories. They're starting to get, you know, harder to remember things with
1: age. Ah, I see. It's kind of hard to forget a man my size, but you are getting up there in age, old man. Yes. Uh, I kind of want to, I kind of want to, like, go over and talk with, well okay I'll, I'll let you do that i was gonna go over and kind of like bear with me old man i must speak with my crew and try to calm their nerves yes. so i want to go over to Eckerd and where well pretty much like where everybody can hear me and i guess Eska could hear this without talking sure.
0: yeah and i just want to do a group huddle
1: <laughs> uh I so <laughs> i've met this man before many of times and for him not to remember who i am and his posture and his limp—there's just something offsetting about him now. I'm not sure, but what in the world could take a man's face and make it his own? Besides uh, I, a goddamn chest. <laughs> Get the pepper. Uh, yeah. no.
2: So I think uh, Eckert is going. Uh, he he rolled a twenty-one for his insight mm-hmm. um, from kind of hearing Oguk talk. Is Oguk giving him any? Is he picking up anything from Oguk, where he can kind of get a sense that there's either half-truths or just lying at this point? Uh, you don't pick up, uh,
0: with your 21, you're not picking up blatant lies or anything like that. But you, you get a slight feeling with, with, with Sam being there and being here before. You get maybe a, a bit of like half-truths or you find it's kind of silly that he might forget Sam, considering Sam's been here. Uh, a few times, and Goliaths don't really come through here all that often. You find it somewhat hard to believe he wouldn't remember Sam, but however, you also know that he's getting up there in age, and he does see people travel through here from time to time. You don't know personally, but you don't sense like anything blatant, lie, just some half truths. Okay.
2: Well, with that, then eckert will look enough at- for you
0: to raise an eyebrow, but not have anything definite uh, on the guy.
2: Uh, So what uh, Eckhart is going to do is he's just going to look at everybody in the group and just go, "I don't know about the rest of you friends, but this is the first place we've been able to travel to in at least a few weeks' time. That has a proper bed, and I've got coin, and I'm willing to spend it." Um, And when he's saying this, he is giving strong winks at Yalar, Kai, and Sam, and what he's going to do is he is going to walk up to Oguk uh, non-threateningly. He is not walking up with a weapon in hand or anything like that. Um, he just reaches out his hand and he just goes, oh, My fine tavern holder, it is truly a pleasure to be here and gain a little bit of a break from the Atoni Highlands. They've wore me out. By chance, uh, how much is the going rate for the room? Uh, um, and yeah. he's kind of leaning in a little bit to kind of go towards where he's got his little bit of a limp if he's like got like a crutch or something like that he's kind of leaning in pretty closely for this okay you're trying to see if he has got a crutch or anything nearby well you said that he had a bit of a limp right he has no cane or crutches or anything like that nearby then um, he's kind of like almost offering to shoulder him a little bit with that walk, I'm okay, okay. friend. Uh, if you like, I can take a look at that poor foot of
0: yours. So you try and, like, slightly bumping him a little bit? Try yeah, I'm and... just kind of getting close to him at that point. Okay, so how how hard of a push, not a shove, but kind
2: of a tap, would you would you say you're doing to try and see if this affects him in any way? Like um, you... He's kind of, imagine him kneeling slightly and really kind of, like, grabbing... A hold of the, maybe his calf. Let me take a look at that. I'm very versed in the healing arts. Um, All I'd right. like so, to help you out
0: here. As you go to check his calf out, he goes. He he kind of uh, backs away for a moment, brush up against him slightly, and you 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 don't feel anything offsetting, and you, you don't see any damages or anything to his leg. He, he's got pants on, so you don't really see any like marks on his pants or thing that would look suspicious, but when you do brush up against him, he doesn't fall back. Uh, he he kind of stands his ground. He's got a, a strong stance on the ground. He goes, oh, well, Now,
4: now, I don't need any healing, but the charge here is fairly steep, considering I have to, you know, afford things while I'm not near any towns or anything. Uh, charge, I would have to say about three gold a night. Oh, uh, uh, very
2: fair coming and going, friend. Um, I would like to settle everything for my friends and I to gain proper respite here. Oguk is anyone else here?
4: No, I'm the only one. I haven't seen a traveler in a couple of days. The last set of travelers that came by were some of the goblinoids from Zogun heading into the Atoni hunting grounds, you know, to prove themselves as young ones like to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's. Uh,
2: I don't know about. Uh, yes, uh, I am far from the young ones anymore. They're far more resilient than my old bones.
4: Uh, So if you're coming from the Atoni hunting grounds, I'm sure you're all exhausted and you have quite the party here with you. Uh, Please, three gold apiece. The dog can stay for free with whoever owns it and I'll cook you up a nice supper and you all may rest as if you're in heaven itself. It will be
2: divine of a night's stay that was very blusterous like do i pick <laughs> up anything a little a little wonky there buddy like <laughs> the divine like i'm laying in heaven i ain't trying get, to die you bro. Get, he's he's
0: overdoing his his sale uh, it's something you, you you probably wouldn't expect from this
2: old man but you know he he, he doesn't really seem too like off with it just you, he's trying really hard <laughs> Well, he gives him uh, 20 gold pieces and he says, that little bit of extra gold is for you taking us in in such short
4: notice. Oh, th- thank you. I appreciate it. I can use all the gold that I can have. You know, it. I do need to buy supplies from time to time. Living out here in the middle of nowhere gets expensive with no one to really trade with. So having traders come here from time to time is... I have to have a decent amount of coin, if you know what I'm saying, to get some of the good stuff. Fair.
2: Well, if I'm going to be kicking back and relaxing, my friend, uh, everyone would probably do well with a proper meal and some proper libation. Any uh, drinks that you would recommend, Oguk, for uh, our weary bones?
4: Unfortunately, I don't have too many choices here. Uh, I do have some some things from... Some of the mainlands, but not very much. Most of my supply comes from Zogun itself. Uh, I have a couple of brews from the Arcane Delight Brewery, Uh, but uh, nothing too much else. Some simple meads and some ale, but it's more than enough to please your very soul. Please, make yourselves at home. I'll go make you all a nice meal and... Uh, The keys here. He points over at the wall behind him. Uh, There's plenty of keys that are hung up on the wall there. You all may have your own rooms. There's enough for every single one of you on the second floor. The stairs are over there to your left, or your right, if you just take a look. Uh, It leads up to the upstairs with all the floors you'll need as well as the bathrooms. Uh, I'll be...
0: Over in the kitchen,
4: I'm preparing you all a nice meal. So don't mind me. Make yourselves at home.
0: And with that, he turns around and he limps his way to the kitchen where there is another fireplace with some kitchen utensils and tools. And he begins to make some food, giving you all the time of day to make yourselves at home. Eska's looking around and she goes, Well, don't mind if I do. And she is going to step over towards the fireplace and sit down and kind of kick her feet up. And she's going to basically open up something from her bags and she's going to start reading something as she wants to get this time to relax a bit. She seems a bit uh, much more relaxed and less on edge. What are you doing with that stealth, Sam?
1: I want to. Okay, so he's over in the cooking area, correct? Correct. Okay, and this is just a bar, but is there any there's no way like walls or anything like that? The bar stool where Eckhart is sitting
0: at, there's the bar. Behind the bar is the kitchen.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: there's no wall that leads into the kitchen other than, like, the outside, the exterior wall here. Now, uh, is his door still open? The The door that he stepped out of is shut. He closed the door as he came out, which was this the door next to the bar here.
1: I want to kind of, like, in any... Uh, well, okay. So I'm stealthy. What exactly... With being a 23... How stealthy am I?
0: It just depends on what you're trying to do with your If you're trying to, what are you trying to do?
1: So I want to check while he's distracted. I want to try to see about going into his, his living quarters and. Just... Okay. So that's going to be uh,
0: somewhat difficult because he is fairly close, but he is in the kitchen. Uh, you did roll a 23. So I'll have to to make a roll then to see if he hears you. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, I rolled lower. He is lower than what you had rolled. So you're able to walk up towards the door stealthily. He does not know you're there. are. you make yourself... Take yourself a seat at the bar with Eckerd. Kai goes to the bar as well. You're all given drinks and whatnot. But the Oguk is preoccupied cooking a meal for you all. So he's not paying too much attention to Sam with your 23. You get to the door. It is locked, though.
1: Mm, And I don't have any Uh, Well, okay. So... With being a ro- a rogue, don't I get a uh, a rogue kit? And what does that come with exactly? there was some kind of kit I got. I you gotten. get
0: a you get a kit as a rogue. You should have some lockpick. Uh, lock pick.
1: Okay, I want to try to pick the lock.
0: So go ahead and do your sleight of hand. Hmm. It's not bad. <laughs> Alright, you get a twelve. As you're picking the lock silently, uh, the rest of the guys can see you, by the way. Yalar, Eckert, and Kai are right, you all do anything while Sam's over here picking this lock? yep
2: uh, Ecker will kind of whisper right back to uh, Yalar. Uh, y- Yalar, I've never heard of that before. But yeah, while never, he's kind uh, of gentlemen. focused... Never, friend. <laughs> um, not something I'm familiar with. I apologize. But um, he will go... Because uh, uh, he can clearly see Sam. He just goes, you know what? Oguk? what's... What are these over here in the far left? Uh, as I'm looking, friend, Um, they look is that alcohol over there? I haven't had a sip in
0: years. Oguk oh, slowly turns around while he's cooking.
4: Yes, we have some some alcohol here. If that's what you'd like, I can get you some.
2: Well, could you tell me a little bit about it? You know, it's been at least 20 years since I've done the travel through Zogun. I'd like to know a little bit of what prompted them. Do you know any of the story? I am a historian. I have no history. gook <laughs> <laughs> just goes, oh, well... Uh. I'm not much of a
4: historian myself. I, I just sell the alcohol. I don't know much else about it. Uh, I just can tell you it comes from Zogun, and, and they import
0: it. And he, he begins to go on a rant about how it, the goblinoids bring it here. He he
4: doesn't
2: I'm really... distracted do it. him, right? Yeah,
0: so you're distracting him. <laughs> yes. So I mean, with a 12, slide a hand of 12, you fail with your lockpick, Sam. You're not able to pick it off the first time. But because Eckhart is... Distracting. I'll give you one more opportunity
1: to pick this lock. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> okay. So a- as you're picking it, you feel your lock pick, it, it snaps.
1: That was a good attempt, I guess. Uh, as he's talking, I'll just, since I don't have that opportunity anymore, there's a bathroom next to that. And then there's a storage to the right of that. Is the store, can I go check the storage door? Yeah, you may. Now, is it locked?
0: No, it is not.
1: So I want to try to go into the storage and see if there's anything going on. Like, Okay. I'll do all a right. perception check. So the, the reason why I'm doing all this, I don't trust this dude. I don't trust him because he's different. He's acting different. And he, I mean, his posture's different. He's acting different. And it's kind of fishy that this place is completely empty besides just him. Okay. So I want to try to see if I, I notice anything. Or, like, I wanted to check his room to see if there was maybe, like, hey, I found Oguk's original body or whatever. Right. Because I'm not really, like, I'm not really convinced that this
0: is actual Oguk. Sam, you open that door. It's unlocked. It takes you to a storage room with a bunch of crates and some barrels and a chest. You don't see anything off-putting in there. Just a supply room, really. Hmm. Standard supply room with all the, the necessities to keep this tavern going.
1: So it has pepper. has (laughs) (laughs) has <laughs> <laughs> no uh okay i'll just kind of uh venture back out i'll join eckerd and them at the thing but i'm keeping a close eye on this dude okay like when he's cooking our food Yeah.
2: after a while i mean we can only we can only be so suspicious before it's like ah, okay how suspicious do are we actually you know yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: so Oguk he continues to cook and he tries to tell his best of the history, he, he really doesn't have much of a history knowledge on, on the alcohol here. But you do distract him long enough for Sam to attempt to break the, the lock. Uh, Oguk eventually finishes the cooking. He comes over. Uh, well, here you all go. Uh,
4: it's nothing fancy, but it's much, it's much better than rations. And you have some, some carbs here, some meats and some vegetables straight from Zogun itself. I hope you all enjoy. Ah uh, well I appreciate it friend but... and uh, you know these old bones of mine I have things to do I want to get some rest I've been pretty busy for the day so if you need anything uh, just uh Let me know. Like I said, the keys are on the wall there. You can't have a key of your own for your own rooms. If you need water, uh, there's some down here in the kitchen, and you may help yourselves. There's also a well outside, if you fancy taking a bucket uh, to the well, but that's up to you. Uh, There's a common bathroom down here on the first floor, if you'd like to use it. It's it's over there next to the, the furthest door from the kitchen. If there's anything else I can help you with, please let me know. But I'm going to go and uh, rest these old bones of
0: mine. Well, we appreciate your time. look he's going to walk back towards the door he came out of. He opens it, and he just slowly shuts it behind him, They're leaving the party to themselves. Eska's still at the fireplace, and she's looking around. Oh, looks like you all got some food. And she's going to go and grab herself some of the food and, and sit down to and she's gonna start eating. The food is decent, it's nothing to write home about, but it's not bad. Ah, you know what they say, food always tastes better when you didn't have to cook it. As the party is able to relax and eat their meal, the day continues to go by, and soon enough, it is now night, and the moon slowly begins to come out. And during this time, we'll say that you're all able to have a conversation amongst one another. And again, you all know that Zogun, again, is ran by the goblinoids, who had made it their lifelong commitment to make sure that the decaying waste never happens to anywhere else. They're in heavily allied with the Azurian stronghold that's located in the decaying waste, which is the place you're all trying to get to. So the nation of Zogun, for the most part, is led by good goblinoids, and at this point as well, Eckard, you would definitely know this. Possibly even Sam and Kai would know this. you are you wouldn't you wouldn't know this? you are unless you want to make a history check. you are the other three. I'm going to say automatically know this because they're they're fairly well traveled. But you all know that Zogun is also safe due to uh, a town known as Galakron's End. Many many years ago, you all know the stories of uh, several individuals that once were adventurers. They had became lords by defeating an evil black dragon that laid its home in these mountains. That's what's now called uh, Galacron's Pinnacle. And these lords had defeated this dragon that basically terrorized much of Tirister. And because of this, the Zogun goblinoids offered these individual adventurers their own land in which they created a town known as Galacron's End. It's been many years since this has happened, but you do know that Zogun is, for the most part, a safe place. So once you cross the Falagar River, you definitely know you'll be protected from any outside forces attempting to assassinate you if you're anywhere near uh, Zogun forces or troops. So you're you're very close to safe. You would know that much. But nothing else really happens for the rest of the night. You're all able to to converse about Zogun and whatnot. Eska asks a couple questions about the nation and, and whatnot. And you're able to inform her more about it. She's trying to learn more about the lands of where you're traveling. But it eventually gets to that point in time where Eska, she lets a yawn out. <sighs> well, I don't know about all of you, but I am exhausted. I'm going to go up to my room and get some sleep. Tomorrow morning, we may leave right away. It looks like all we have to do is pass the Fallagar River. And we'll be mostly safe traveling through Zogun, hopefully. But once we get to the Decaying Waste, I guess that's where it gets... Extremely dangerous, but we're almost at the Azurian stronghold. Not much longer, gentlemen. And she's gonna stand up, grab one of the keys, and she's gonna make her way upstairs to a room to get some rest. What is everyone else
2: doing? Probably following suit. At least Eckert is. Eckert is exhausted. He's used nearly all the spell slots defensively, just to be quite frank. I mean he's he has
1: to get some time to decompress.
0: Okay. Uh, Yalar, make me a survival check here in a second. What's everyone else doing?
1: So I want to go into my room and I know that i be being fucking paranoid still, but I want to take out the 50 feet of hemp rope that I have. Okay. I want to take about five feet of it and I want to rig it to the door where if anybody comes into my door, they're going to trip and fall.
0: Okay. So you can set up a trap. Yeah. Kai, you step into your own room. What's Luna doing?
1: Luna is
5: just going to lay in front of Eska's door's means of protection
0: oh okay so luna's just resting in front of eska's door kind of mm-hmm. just guarding pretty much okay yeah. all right uh yalar i had you make survival check you're the last one to go up as everyone makes their way upstairs you kind of stick back enjoying whatever you're doing this so you're the last one <laughs> yeah um at this point Oguk, he steps out slowly from his room he sees Yalar is the only one there and he just nods towards Yalar.
4: The rest of your friends want to go sleep, I see. Uh, Went to their rooms, I'm guessing. I'm gonna go ahead and lock up shop. I'm gonna lock the front door. We don't want anyone coming in in the middle of the night. They'll have to ring the bell outside to get my attention.
0: We don't want any weird creatures attempting to sneak in, even though none of them should be coming. And he he walks the front doors to shut them and he just locks them and he walks back towards his room. Your survival, please make that survival check. Uh, uh, okay. You got, an, you got an eight. I'll give you a, you know, I'll give you an advantage because you felt it before. So you have a 15. You're still on edge a little bit. Yilar. but as Oguk goes back in his room and shuts the door, as he walks by you, Yilar, you feel the room have that slight chill again that you had previously when you first stepped in, you feel that chill kind of go up your spine you kinda of shake a little bit. A quick chill. Nothing nothing too crazy. Nothing too major, but slight enough chill that you notice it. At this point though, you're left alone
3: after he locks the main doors. What do you do? He's gonna uh take the staff. He's gonna talk to it for a little bit. What do you think, Bob? Uh gonna think think I should trust my gut here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Shouldn't use the bait like that, but <laughs> never mind that. <Matt. laughs> should we just go to bed or what do, you, what do you think? And he's just going to kind of talk amongst, amongst himself. For a while. Like longer. that for a little bit. Okay. And he's eventually going to go upstairs. Well, yeah, he's going to go well, upstairs. How,
0: okay. Uh, all right. How much longer is he going to be talking to himself? How, how, you say, I a would bit. probably What's say about 30 minutes. Okay. So you talk to yourself for a good 30 minutes or so, and you go up to your room. Uh, no issues. Uh, As you go to your room, everyone, your rooms are well kept. The beds are comfortable. It's the first time you've been able to sleep in a nice bed since you left the last orcish town of Ograg. And as you're all resting up, it's about two o'clock in the morning. You're all asleep. As this is taking place, I need Luna to make me a perception check.
5: I'm on, Luna. Oh, Oh, she's got it. Oh,
0: wow. A natural 20 with a, a total of 25. Okay, so as Luna is li- lying outside of Eska's door in the hallway, uh, as Ylar went up, Oguk also turned off much of the torches downstairs. He only left one torch on. Uh, the fireplace is out now that he had seen everyone went to bed. There's only one torch that's kind of lit in the hallway where Luna is. It's a long corridor with all the doors leading to the bedrooms. And with everyone sleeping at this point in time, Luna... With that natural 20 and 25 total, she does sense something kind of moving around. So Luna, as Luna's sleeping, she opens one of her eyes and she can smell something off. Luna definitely knows it's, it's a smell that's not common to her. And what she sees is this gaseous form slowly moving up the stairs from down below. And it's making its way towards eska's room as luna takes notice what is luna doing it it doesn't seem as anything like a threat luna just noticed like this gas moving toward eska's room and as the gas gets closer to luna it it makes a stop and the stop will just say it's like right here in front of Eckerd's room and as the gas looks at uh, or floats towards luna it decides to stop for a moment and as it stops, it then slowly makes its way under Eckert's door into his room. Luna notices this. Luna is not intelligent enough, I would say, to really understand what might be going on. But Luna definitely saw it, definitely smells something's a bit off. So Luna would probably feel some of her fur begin to, to stick up a bit. Uh, she doesn't know if it's threatening, but it's, it seemed off to Luna.
5: I would say that since she's traveled me with me for a while, that even if it seems off a little bit, she'll know that she needs to alert me. So she's going to start barking.
0: Okay, so we'll say that's going to take a, a whole a whole round to do. So everyone, go ahead and make initiatives, please. Oh God,
2: it's in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be there anytime soon. <laughs> hey, I roll pretty well. Though. You said, oh God. It's in
5: my room. I'll be there before uh, Sam, though. That's all I can
0: say. All right. So, Ecker with a 17. Esko with a 16. Yalara with a 14. Uh, Sam, Sam with an eight. an 8. All right. Oh, my God. not 20. Oh.
1: Well, that's,
2: that's not what we like to hear, Ryan. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry.
1: It's going to be the scariest peekaboo you've ever got in your life.
5: Oh, hold on. I think I heard that die
1: fall off the table. Roll again.
0: <laughs> All right, we have everyone. So we go whatever the question mark is. Eckard, yes. Eska, Yalar, Kai, and then Sam. So uh, at this point, because Luna notices, she starts barking, which is going to give everyone the opportunity to wake up on their turn. So the gaseous form slowly makes its way into Eckard's room, and as it does so, Eckard. You're asleep. I, I'll allow you to make a perception. Well, it'd be your passive perception. What's your passive perception? My passive perception is pretty good. It's a 14. Okay, let me make a roll. Oof, okay, roll 17. So, as the gaseous form slides underneath Eckhart's door, it was originally making its way towards Eska's room, but it noticed Luna, so whatever this gaseous thing is, it moves into Eckert's room instead, and as it does so, Eckhart The gaseous form slowly begins to shift next to Eckerd's bed. And uh, what happens now is next to Eckerd, this large figure steps into the room. I'll put Eckerd in the bed. It is a large giant of some kind. It has white piercing eyes with sharp teeth and long white hair as it's staring down at Eckerd. And it slowly tilts its head with a grin but then it hears Luna barking in the distance and it kind of just makes this scoffing sound. It seems annoyed that the dog caught its attention, but at this point, it pulls out from behind it, this glaive, and as it does so, it begins to chant something. you
4: may pass in your sleep. I shall have your head for the night runs
0: blood red. (laughs) And it takes its glaive and it's cutting down at the sleeping Eckard. Eckard, I hate to say this now, but are you in your armor, buddy? (laughs) Ah.
2: Eckard has a breastplate on.
3: That's that's (laughs) his best.
2: (laughs) It's hard for Eckard to take off his clothes, anyways. So, yeah. He at least has his chest plate portion of his his
0: All right, so this thing gets two attacks. The first attack, so whatever your AC is right now, I have a total of,
2: let's see here. um, It'd be a 15 at this point. Oh, God, yeah. If it's
0: the equivalent of just his
2: breastplate.
0: Yeah, the second one is going to hit as well. Oh, God. So uh, this thing takes a glaive, and the blade cuts into Eckerd. Eckerd, you'd be immediately awoke by this. And Eckert, you're taking 23 points of slashing damage. And as you take the slashing points of damage, you wake up almost instantly as blood is drawn and your vision's somewhat wary. It's misty. You can't really see. It's dark in your room. All you can see are these white piercing eyes looking down at you with this large figure standing above you with uh, blue-like skin holding this glaive has long white hair, and it just has a demonic face as it's glaring down at you. As your blood, you can see it dripping from its glaive, and it just breathes heavily as you see this cold-like mist come from its breath, and you feel a chill in your room.
2: Uh, at this point, Eckert, it is your turn. Eckert, realizing to the left of him is, his, is the remainder of his armor, and his halberd is laid just to the side as well um realizing kind of the situation that he is in at this point i'm going to go ahead and ask how much sleep have we gotten it's uh about 2 a.m so i'll say you all went to sleep whenever you want you probably went to bed around 10 so a couple at least at
0: least at least half
2: so i've at least gotten like a a short rest yes you got a short rest yes okay good that means that i at least have my action action surge back He realizes how bad of the situation that he is in at this point, and he is reaching down to grab his halberd from his bed. His other hand is on his kind of chest area where he's definitely been bloodied. At this point, he just kind of clenches, says his statement very briefly, and uh, he is going to attempt to do some damage to this thing and then use what little bit of movement he has to barrel through the door. So he is going to guiding bolt him. Twelve. Unfortunately, that does not hit. Yep, we are going to action surge for nineteen. Thank that will hit. All right. So this is being cast at second level. So this is going to be so a total of nineteen points of radiant damage, and then he is going to for he's going to sit up. He'll take his attack of opportunity. He has to. That's
0: going to be uh, a fifteen. So that'll hit, right? Yes, it will. Okay. So you will
2: be taking seventeen points of damage. Oh. Oh, this is bad boys. And he's going to use the rest of his movement, uh, which would be 15 more. So five, 10, he's busting through this door to get out to where he can at least kind of ready himself with his halberd. All right. Um, He does not have his full armor, but he is moving out here. And for his bonus action, he is going to dodge. That's That's the best that he can do. And he is just belting out, Awaken! I'm being waylaid in my bed! As Eckerd busts through his
0: door, he kind of just stumbles into the hallway. Luna definitely sees Eckerd bleeding. Uh, Luna now understands completely that it is a dangerous situation. So Luna would definitely continue to bark. It is now uh, Eska's turn, and I'm going to make a roll really quick with an advantage. Eska definitely hears what's going on. She just wakes up. She's kind of groggy and confused, and she'll she'll take this to get up. And she opens the door slightly and she cracks it open. What the hell is going on out here? And she sees that Eckard is bleeding in half his armor. And she goes, what is going on, What What's happening? I've been attacked in my sleep. Some large blue beast with gray hair and a glaive. She takes a moment to think about what that could be. And she just... Impossible. And she's gonna basically grab her katana and quickly step out into the hallway, kind of next to Eckerd here. And uh that'll be her full movement, and she's gonna take her potion and heal you. She will oh. heal Eckerd for eight HP, and that's all she can do. And she just stares into the room from where you're coming from, and she sees this large figure slowly turn. And it grins at her and she starts to sweat a bit. That's, that's an Oni. Never heard of it. It's something from her land, an Oni. (laughs) Yalar, it is now your turn.
3: With all that commotion, he's going to wake up, grab his staff or bog. Still kind of confused what's going on, but he's going to step out. Just yell out, what's going on here? Uh, What's going on? Uh, As you step
0: out, your lar, you can see at the far end of the hallway towards the stairs leading downstairs, Eska is feeding Eckerd a potion. As Eckerd is bleeding out, you can see Eckerd's in half his armor. He's hurt. Luna's barking loudly. You don't see anything uh, dangerous yet, but you definitely see Eckerd and and, uh, Eska prepared for battle.
3: With that, I will just kind of carry my staff and... uh... I'm going to need your help again this time, but this time I'll do all the work. And with that, he will use his action, basically make his staff be engulfed in like this magical green flame So I'm going to use a green flame blade. Okay. So yeah, brandish the weapon. Once I uh, hit a creature, it will do an extra 1d8 fire damage to the target if it hit. But at fifth level... I can do an extra 1d8 fire. All right.
0: You prepare yourself for combat. Kai, You, uh, what are you doing, Kai? It's your turn. Kai is also going to move out into the hallway. As you rush out, you see what is happening, just as Yalar did. Luna's right next to you, growling and barking all at once. <laughs> you can't see whatever attacked Eckert as it's in Eckert's bedroom at this point in time, oh but God. you definitely know that's Eckerd's hurt. You can see he's hurt. Oh, I'm moving up right next to Eckhart. Okay, so you run up next to Eckert and Eska, and... uh, Yep,
5: I am actually also going to heal Eckert with a moderate healing potion. 44 plus 4, I believe. 44. And then you add 4 to that, so 14.
0: Hey,
2: we'll take it, thank you. What would I be, where would I be without you all? All right, what is Luna doing?
5: Luna is going to move up in front of it next to Eska.
0: Sam, it is now your turn. What is Sam doing?
1: 15... I knew. So Sam was already pretty much like on edge the whole time. So he's fully clothed. He's, he's ready to go. Like I said, he laid some traps around his, uh his thing to make sure. So I want to, can I sprint at this moment or like,
0: yes. Cause you, okay. You know, something's happening. You hear them yelling. So you can make a dash that'd be your action to dash though. You won't be an attacker.
1: That's okay. So what I want to do is I want to burst through the door and I yell Alright, uh, well, I first I burst through the door because I hear hear some yelling. And then at this point I see that Eckard's bleeding all over the ground and everybody's kind of crowded around. So as I burst through the door, I just yell, I knew there was something fishy about this inn. <laughs> and I'll I'll join them down here. Okay. I'm
2: inclined to agree now.
1: Alright. So with that then, it is
0: now the Oni's turn, and the Oni slowly looks out at the, the busted door, and it can see that all of you are now piling up in the hallway, and it just grins as its sharp teeth and its piercing white eyes stare at the party.
4: <laughs> I am here for the girl. Leave,
0: and you shall be allowed to live. And you can see its hand holding onto its glaive as it raises its glaive, It has these black claws from its fingernails coming out and its feet have bursted from whatever shoes it was wearing at one point with its toenails as long and sharp and black as its nails. And it's going to make a movement kind of like through the door squeezing through. And as it squeezes through the door, it stands tall. So you see this, this giant Oni just forcing itself into this small space. And it just crack, uh, cackles at you violently and it quickly takes one of its claws and it's going to attempt to swing towards someone. And it grabs with a 14. I have to make a save here. Oh, fuck. I made a six. All right. So what you see is this Oni standing next to Eckerd now. It uh, quickly is able to hit basically everyone within 10 feet with its glaive. Uh, its claw can hit anyone within five feet. You see it swings its arm that's not holding onto its glaive and it grabs Eska by her neck, and she lifts her up. She failed her her save against the grapple. Uh,
2: when you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, the creature's... What are you doing, Sentinel? Yep. Anytime somebody is attacked within five feet of me, I can use my reaction to make a halberd attack against them, but I don't think I hit with a 13.
0: 13, you do not, unfortunately. You do not hit. You attempt to try and hit it, but your halberd being a long weapon, your polearm kind of just hits up against the ceiling and the wall right next to you, and you're just not able to get a good hit on it. Damn it! But you see the Oni just grabs Eska by the neck and pulls her close to him, and he just he just throws her as hard as he can down the stairs. Jesus! I have to make a roll because the stairs oh, are right there. Yeah, the stairs are right there and next to him. Oh, fuck. I'm going to hit an 18 on my strength roll here. He chucks Eska straight down the stairs let's see here he's able to chuck her down the entire flight of stairs jeez she didn't
1: take any damage from the stairs
0: as she <laughs> does she does have to take bludgeoning damage oh my fucking lord 22 points of bludgeoning damage as she Ooh. hits the ground from the toss and as she does she you just see she gets flung down the stairs and she just grunts out in pain and she hits the floor kind of rolling onto her side and the Oni slowly looks at everyone else in the party, and he just chuckles. <laughs>
4: step aside. Allow me to take the woman, and you may leave with your heads attached to your shoulders. I don't think that will
2: be what's happening this day, beast. It is now Eckard's turn. That was both of his actions. Eckard is going to Five Foot Step. He's definitely going to occupy the same places. as as luna i'm just telling you that now i can't make myself over top of luna so (laughs) but uh with that five foot step he's going to use his bonus action to cast healing word at second level on eska okay so that's going to be 2d4 plus eight so i'm gonna heal her for 12 hit points all right so she's at
0: 25 hp uh, you're able to heal her as she's on the floor. She's going to attempt to get up when it's her
2: turn. And then uh, he's going to use his other action to... He's going to take another swipe at him. Okay. No, that is not you, it. I'm nope. not rolling well. You, you the luck's run out,
0: boys. The luck's run out. You swing your your halberd at the Owning. He's able to take its glaive, and he swings it back, countering your, blo- or your blade. With that, Eska, she's slowly going to use half her movement to stand back up. And she's looking up at the stairs. Uh, and currently where he's at, she's, she's not technically able to see him all that much. So she is going to run up the stairs slightly to try and get a better view. She is going to cast some spells. And she's going to shoot two fire bolts. And as she does so, one will hit the Oni. And the one that hits, it's going
1: to deal 12 points of fire damage. I'll tell you what, if I ever got picked up around the neck and thrown down some stairs, my ass is not going back up themselves. stairs. <laughs> Esk is about as fuck, bro. She's,
0: as fuck. She's, she's, she's had a hard life. She knows what Onis are. And uh, as she rushes up the stairs, she, you know, she's, she's very angry. And she's yelling out as she shoots out two fire bolts at, at the head of the Oni. Make sure you don't give it enough time to breathe. Those things regenerate. It is oh. an Oni from where I come from. They can heal. And she does 12 damage to it. It is now Yalar's turn. Uh, I mean, Eska's hurt, but she is she does not want to die tonight. So, Yalar, what are you doing?
3: I am going to fire Witch Bolt at second level.
0: 21 will hit. Boom. Oh, 17. Lightning damage. Uh, oh, lightning. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> all right, uh, lightning comes crackling through Yolar's hands as he swings out to Witch Bolt, hitting the Oni in the side. The Oni growls. Uh, I'm going to put an icon so you know if you continue to keep the Witch Bolt on him, you'll do instant 1d12 damage next round if you keep it on him. So, all right, so do you do anything else, Yular? Is that it?
5: That's it, yeah.
0: Kai, it is now your turn. What are you doing?
5: Luna's going to bite.
0: All right, Luna goes to bite at the Oni. Make me a roll, please.
5: She's going to go for his ankles.
2: Do it.
0: 16. That will hit. Nice. He's got a save. All right, strength saving throw. Oh, shit. I got got an 18 plus his strength, so he's fine. 12 piercing damage. Jesus Christ. All right, so Luna bites into the Oni's leg, and the Oni just growls. Damn. Wolf. All right. Uh, at that point, then Sam, what are you doing? Um, I. I oh, I, I'm sorry, Kai. I, I go still ahead. have to
5: go. Go ahead, Kai. <laughs> Don't leave Kai out now. Uh Kai's gonna take a, a couple steps back, that way he can use his bow because he is proficient in bow with ensnaring strike. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, twenty-four will hit. A second one. There we
0: go. All right, nine and three. Both will hit for uh, 12 points of piercing damage. Two of your arrows pierce the arm of the Oni and he just looks over at Kai he just kind of chuckles. <laughs> Weak. Alright, anything else? Not oh, Sam's turn. Alright,
1: so Sam steps up to this big, ugly gas gass- dis- gassy as fuck and said I just wanted a good night of sleep. And he's gonna fucking swing his rapier with all of his might, and misses. But well, You have an
0: advantage because... Uh, oh, I do have an advantage. With your rapier, so yes. one will hit. Okay. For uh, six piercing damage, <laughs> and you get your sneak attack damage. Okay. For additional eight points of damage for sneak attack. And as you run with your rapier, you're able to pierce the Oni in the side. As you pierce it, you feel your blade kind of stop by the Oni's muscles. As you draw a little bit of blood, he looks down at Sam as he is a large giant he just chuckles <laughs> what are
4: you you're no giant you're nothing
1: to me boy and then i want to take my my bonus action to ooh what did so, okay so what did you say about disengaging
0: so you can as a rogue i believe you can disengage as a bonus action i can so disengage basically means you can take, a, you can move out of the attack range of the enemy without it getting an attack of opportunity on
1: you. Okay, so can I do that now? Do I yes. have to do it? You can so, use it now. So how far is the attack range? The attack range on this guy is 10 feet because of his okay. glaive. So I'll like do a little back flippy twist thing and land about right here. <laughs> Mortals.
4: You know nothing of what you're dealing with. Koldar has offered me what I require. In order to have it, I must have the woman's head. You shall not stop me. Let us see what you can do
0: in the dark. And he casts darkness. So in a 15-foot radius sphere for the duration Darkness spreads around the corners of the Oni. And for those that are in the darkness, you cannot see through this darkness. You are considered blind. Any non-magical light cannot illuminate the darkness. So everyone within a 15-foot radius of the Oni is considered blind at this point. Uh, Luna and Eckerd, you quickly see darkness engulf you, as well as, I believe, will too. Yeah, so everyone, Sam, Kai, and Yalar, you're you're not in the darkness, but you just see this darkness just engulf everyone, including the Oni. And the Oni, Eckerd, you kind of hear this Oni kind of like moving around you in circles in the darkness. You don't know where he's at, and you just hear him chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, his glaive comes swinging and I rolled a 16. Does this hit Luna? Oh, shit. Uh, yes. All right. Luna will be taking some damage here. 16 points of slashing damage. And another glaive comes sweeping around the team. The Oni is smart at this point, it knows what it's doing. It's done this before. So 13 points of damage to Luna. Uh, uh, down. Can't
4: have the wolf sniffing me out
0: <laughs> and as he takes his glaive he cuts into luna and he begins to lick the blood off his glaive and he slowly begins to circle around in the darkness you're not exactly sure where he's at i'm gonna kind of hide him right now because no one can see him i'm just moving <laughs>
5: luna so Eckert can see himself
2: eckard you are in the middle kind of in this darkness um so <clears throat> what eckard is gonna do is being that he was literally standing over top of luna he, I assume he could feel Luna kind of falling at his feet, right? Well, you will you...
0: definitely hear Luna whelp out in pain. <laughs>
2: yeah, for okay. sure. So Eckerd at that point is going to reach down with his hand that's free. He's going to pick up Luna because, I mean, she's just a wolf. She's, she's not going to weigh more than what he could pick up. And he is going to, with his halberd pointed forward, start making his way back down the stairwell. Okay. If I it provokes a... attacks of opportunity, it provokes attacks yes, of opportunity. It, uh, it will. Yes, it mm-hmm. will. Uh, he is right. going to use dodge, just okay. for sake of simplicity, so I, with I, a disadvantage.
0: Oh, thank God you, have, you give it a diff- gave him a disadvantage, because I wrote an at 20 the second time. The first one, though, still hits you. Okay, that's so fine. So you'll be taking...
1: I have a question uh, once you're done.
0: 11 points of damage. You feel yourself as you move down the stairs. The Oni's Glaive comes slashing into your back, and drawing blood. Where? Do
2: you think you're going, boy? I don't think he has sentinel, so he's not stopping my movement. So I am going to continue my movement down the stairwell. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'm down at the very bottom right, with Luna. You're now out of the darkness. Yep. So now that he's out of the darkness, he uh, he's doing a quick perception. He's trying to see, can he see Eska? Eska is in the
0: darkness, but he can see her feet from the stairs from where he's at. Then he is going to
2: yell out, Get down the stairs, Eska! You can't fight what you cannot see! And with that, the only other action he has is a bonus action, and he is going to use that to cast Healing Word again. He's going to cast it at second level, because he's got to. He's going to cast it on Luna. There we go. So that's going to be 16 health. And with that, for sake of simplicity, where you have Luna right now, put Luna behind Eckard. It is now
0: Eska's turn. So Eska, she hears Eckard, and she is in complete agreeance. She knows where she's at, even though she's technically blinded in the darkness. She's going to step away from where she's at, going down the stairs, and she's going to like kind of move past Eckerd, up along the wall. But as she does so, she actually is not going to be able to do it. It's not able to do an attack opportunity. It It already took one reaction. So she's able to escape, and she's looking up. (sighs) I can't see the damn Oni. We have to get rid of that
2: darkness but i don't know how we need magic to do it i'm unable i'm sorry eska it's magic that i do not possess yet give me some time and i'll think of something
0: at that point she's gonna release her turn as she's attempting to think of a way around this darkness Ylar, it is now your turn you just see darkness in the hallway you're not blinded but you don't know where the Oni
3: is. Since I casted that witch bolt on it, is it still?
0: So the witch bolt, the witch bolt, still going into the darkness. I would say the witch bolt is still attached to it. But as soon as the bolt, the lightning bolt itself, enters the darkness, no one can see it because your witch bolt isn't strong enough, a high enough level to penetrate the darkness. It's still attached to it, but it doesn't illuminate a light for anyone to see it.
3: So basically, okay, you, can can see still... your,
0: you can see your lightning go into the darkness, and that's it. But you are still, you can oh. still automatically do damage to him.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to do that. All right, so we're going to do
0: damage.
4: Talk the hell out of him, Yalar. That
0: was actually a good move with the Witch Bolt, because it stays connected to him as long as mm-hmm. it's within range. That was smart. For seven damage, though, that's good. So seven damage, you can hear the only... Ugh! But you still can't see it. What else are you doing, Yalar? Move if you need to. I'm staying put right where I am. Okay. Kai, what are you doing? You see the darkness, but you don't know where the Oni is. You, hear, you heard Eckerd say, you know, get out of the darkness, but you, don't, you can't see where the other half of your party is. You can only see Sam and Yala right now.
5: I am going to cast Spike Growth. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to put it right there, just so it goes right in front of Sam.
0: Okay, so it's 15 feet?
1: 20. 20.
0: 20 feet? Okay, so let me draw a shape. Mm-hmm. Alright, so spike growth begins to form on the ground where the darkness is. Uh, I move back
5: and closer, but in front of you are.
0: Sam, what are you doing? What if I do this? Plus one. Alright, so you, you're doing a stealth.
1: Well, okay, so how stealthy am I right now? Like <laughs> well, that's on you,
2: man. You gotta figure out how you would want to level out that stealth inside of this area.
1: Okay, so um, huh. he, he just
2: he knows you're there, so. Um.
1: But I'm quite- Okay, so when I'm stealthy, I'm quiet, correct?
0: Yeah, you can be quiet. Yes.
1: And he can see. He can see completely through the darkness. Yes. Fuck. Never mind then. So I guess that I really don't have any options. I want to step away from the, the. I'm gonna step away from it a little bit. That's about it, and that's. I mean. The only, yeah, that's all I can do, really, is just back up and,
2: yeah, back up. God, gotcha. these are dirty. They're all right. Dirty. Yeah, I
3: just say, <laughs> they're uh, fucking dirty. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> yes. I forgot about my devil's sight, Eldridge Invocations. What does that do? I can see through magical darkness up to 120 feet. Oh, God. So it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it is now, uh turn was a couple turns ago, so we're going to
3: have to. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The the Oni, it, it, it's on a mission. It doesn't care about the rest of you. It, it's here to kill Eska, So Not it's going to make but... its way down the stairs, but it can fly. The Oni, it floats into the air and it flies down the stairs, the darkness moving along with it. And as it does so, Eckerd, you see this darkness move closer towards you. For a brief moment, you see the Oni kind of burst out from the, above the stairs, but then darkness engulfs around you again you don't know where he went but you do know he can fly so he's able to get around you so at this point the oni's making the attack and i rolled an 18 that's gonna do damage and i'll tell you who it hits here momentarily for 27 points of damage eckard in the darkness and luna you hear the glaive swing by and it stabs or slours i should say slashes into eska's side and she just coughs up some blood Ugh! and you just hear her body
2: drop to the ground she is unconscious that's right i can't see him right <sighs> do, am i for me to pull my reaction us, uh, utilizing sentinel that's it is solely based it's a, so it's a reaction to attack
0: right if someone attacks yep. someone next to you i'll let you uh, do it but you have a disadvantage because of the darkness
2: that makes sense makes total sense I'm rolling so bad, guys.
0: So you you try to swing as you hear movement rush by you. Uh, you don't hit anything, but you hear someone's body just drop to the ground. At that point, you hear the Oni chuckling.
2: <laughs> All right, Eckard, it's your turn. Eckerd's dropping his hand on the ground. Let it be quiet. And he pops silence. For the duration, no sound can be created within or passed through. And again, he will not be able to cast any more spells while within this space. And then he is going to five foot step towards the direction of where Eska was. He is searching his hand down in her general direction. Do you want me to make any type of roll to see yeah, if I can? Yes, go, go ahead and just make a roll. To see.
0: All right, I'll give you an advantage because you're right next to her. So you got 11. Uh, as you're kind of moving your hand around, you, you quickly feel her leg. And she's definitely on the ground
2: bonus action first level spell i can't i can't cast any more second level i'm done with my uh, by casting silence so i'm gonna heal her for 1d4 plus eight okay uh, hey max we'll We're take up. it all that's right that's 12 cool. hit points all right cool she slowly wakes up she uh, won't be able to say anything she's inside of this the, the silence yeah silence. so as she slowly wakes up that's that's it for you right
0: mm-hmm. all right she slowly wakes up and she's on the floor and she's just you know coughing up some blood at this point she is a bit confused on what's going on. She's not sure she's in a silence. Did she be able to feel that the silence. As girl? soon as
2: she try to say something, like as soon as she grunts and realizes there's no sound coming out of okay. her mouth, she knows she's in All right, silence. Uh, in that case, then she is going
0: to notice that she's in the darkness. And at this point, she knows that she's been healed at some point by Eckert. That's what she last remembered being next to her. She's going to use her action to dodge, give herself additional Same. AC, and at this point, she's going to use. Half her movement to slowly get up, and at this point, she is going to cast Second Wind and heal herself. She oh, is. She's one. just going to
2: take Second Wind.
0: Yes, yes. Okay. I was about to
2: say yeah, I'm not 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 cast, not, not cast
0: it. but it's the the skill Second Wind. She's one gotcha. level fighter. to Heal herself for additional one d, ten hit points plus her fight level, which is only one, so she'll gain five more HP. Better than nothing. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And that's that's her turn, and that's all she can do. Yalar, it is now you. You, uh, you see, the darkness is not filling the hallway any longer. None of you can see the darkness. Uh, it went down the stairs. Am I able to see down the stairs or? If you, well, you have to move over there. But yeah, okay. you can.
2: And remember, there's spiky growth everywhere. So. Yes, where the yellow is.
3: Oh,
2: fuck. Just remember, it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. It, it, you just don't go through. You saw what it did to the Tyrannosaurus Rex. All right. If you think of so
3: <laughs> going to move towards the edge of that. All right. For now, yeah, I'm not going to get to the spike growth, but I'm going to just do the damage again for my witch bolt.
0: Well, how far is your witch bolt have to be to hit? Because it has to be within range. How far is? It has to be bolt? within 30 feet. So your witch bolt is no longer available. Oh,
3: shit! And since I can't my line of sight is gone from
0: from when you went
3: down the stairs. Yes. You have to be able to see it.
0: I mean, you could see it in the darkness, but because it's around the corner, you don't know where the, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So screw it. I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to use another action to move another towards the edge of the stairs.
0: So you made a dash. Yeah. Okay. So you'll take, you'll take 2d4 damage or for every, I believe what every five feet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, go ahead and roll as much damage as as many fa squares you move. So how many squares? You moved three squares, so that's...
3: Yeah, three squares.
0: Uh, 2d4 per square.
5: So who who rows that? Kai does. Okay. That's, that's 64, isn't it? Oh, crap. Ignore that. Yeah, it's 64.
0: Be all ones? Nine points of damage. Almost all ones.
1: <laughs> oh. Holy cow, that's... <laughs> Almost a little second roll. Yeah, right? so
0: nine points of damage to Yalar. Yalar, you can now see the Oni down the stairs. And he's going to yell out,
3: don't you run, you coward bastard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ylar, you notice that the Oni is standing right here. Uh, no one else knows this, though, but that's that's where the, the Oni is. All right, Kai, it's now your turn.
5: Okay. Uh, I dropped spike growth. My right. concentration is no more. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, spike growth is gone. So uh, you can still make your movement. All right. I am going to sprint. Okay. I'm going to move there. So as you print down the stairs, you notice the darkness engulfing the first floor near where the corner where the fireplace was. The fireplace is off. They, uh, you still can't see. You can't <laughs> see past the darkness anyways. Uh, you can shoot arrows in the darkness at a disadvantage hoping to try and hit something. But you you know your allies
5: are in there too, so that might be risky. Can I actually ask Yalar to guide my hand? You may. Yelar, can you give me an idea of where this guy's standing, please? LR. Oh, of course he'd be-, oh. be-, oh, no. be-,
2: be right LR. at no, <laughs> He went in his turtle shell.
3: <laughs> he's over there by the... Uh, he's five foot
5: right of the stairs. All right. With that information, I'm rolling my bow. Let's go. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... With that, I'll give you an advantage only because Yolar can see exactly where he's at. And I'll just say Yalar gives you really good instructions. So you have the advantage for 23 to hit and 24. So you do eight piercing damage to the Oni. You hear the Oni. Aah! What? what?
3: Say <laughs> you, you bastard.
0: <laughs> All right. So you're able to hit the Oni for eight points of damage. What is Luna doing? Luna can smell him. Yeah, Luna can <laughs> smell him. <It's> just Dark is <laughs> just. Vision. Luna can still smell. Luna is going to bite. So twenty-one will hit. And I a a, rolled high enough. Twelve plus the strength. He's oh, fine. One, For, uh, Twelve piercing damage onto the Oni's leg. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How's right. that concentration going, Oni? Yeah, it's it's Little uh beach. it's gonna have to make a save. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> no, shoot, shoot for, the up, Motherfucker. for the other leg this time. All, All right, right, so that's we'll be uh, two legs.
0: that's twenty damage. So I have to make a concentration check. One moment for the Oni, because that was what five threes eight plus the twelve. Yeah, twenty damage. So let me make a concentration check.
3: I rolled a one. <laughs> yes! yes! yes!
5: <laughs> guys are oh, the
4: best. Oh <laughs> shit!
5: darkness Fuck. out of here. <laughs> You knocked his shit off!
0: As the Oni takes the bite into the leg and the two arrows pierce him, he roars out in pain and the darkness just vanishes. What?
4: Impossible!
0: <laughs> and the darkness is now gone. Yeah, you can't hear him because they're in the, the silence, but he's just like yelling out in anger as the darkness... I can like see him
5: like opening his mouth and raising his Yeah,
0: throat. basically. Salmon is now your turn. You don't know oh. where he's at, Sam, but you have to go around the corner, but you know he's down there.
1: So I can sprint. Okay, <laughs> if I sprint and then use my movement speed, does does it count? Does that just count as my movement and my Dad, bonus? If you're,
0: if you're dashing, that's, that's your full action. Fuck. Because you, your movement speed is up to whatever your normal movement speed is. To double that, you have to use your full
1: action, your, your dash.
0: <laughs> I mean, you still have a bow. You, you can probably move towards the stairs and shoot down, possibly.
1: But if I dash, that's my whole... That's your whole action. Well,
2: remember, you do have the ability to do dash as a bonus action. Yes. Because of you being a runner. Oh,
1: okay. So I'll use my bonus action. to. F- so that's 40, 60. Okay. So I'll use my bonus action to get here.
0: All right. So you rush down the stairs as fast as you can, and you see and then... the Oni standing there next to Luna, Eckert, and Eska down at the first floor.
1: And I still have a movement because I use that as my bonus, right? You that
2: took the place of your
1: movement. Yes,
2: you've so done you dash attack.
1: as a bonus. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I'm gonna pull out my bow and I'm gonna. My short bow is s. You nine. have a,
0: you have advantage because there's a ally next to the oni. For 17, that will hit. You get your sneak attack damage. Remember that because you have an ally next to the oni. So Luna, woo. Luna, uh, a real six, one. Yeah, Luna's real right now, man. <laughs> um, and then 3d6 for your sneak attack damage. So you rolled six piercing damage for your bow or your shirt bow, plus your 3d6 sneak attack damage.
1: Mom, 18.
0: Oof. 11. 11. So it's we total take 17 it. damage. Nice. You pierce the Oni in the side of its neck as one of the your bolts or your arrow sticks out of his neck, piercing it, doesn't go all the way through, and he just. Uh, now it's the Oni's turn. Notices it's in a silence area, and it curses out as loud as it can. Unfortunately, it can't speak. Uh, it wants to cast another spell, but it takes its anger out and looks down and looks around now that it knows that you all can see it. It <laughs> takes its glaive and swing Oh, no. Natural oh, 20 oh. Oh. On, on Luna. Oh, I can't oh. help that.
2: The rest of us took dodge.
0: All right, Luna is going to be taking Oh god, Luna's taking 36 points of damage. Luna's down as the Oni slashes its glaive into Luna. It's pissed. It hates Luna right now because yeah, I sucks. mean, I mean, it, the Oni <laughs> attempted to kill Luna really quickly because it knew it could smell him. So, uh, it quickly it takes its glaive into Luna for its first attack and it looks in front of it seeing Eska and Eckard are also weakened and just growls in anger and it, it's gonna take a, a five foot step here towards in front of eska and it swings its glaive again in anger and it's gonna be oh okay that's a, a 14 plus of strength definitely gonna hit luna is slashed into the <laughs> side luna is automatically a failed saving throw for the death saving throw so luna takes one failed death saving throw and oni's just grinning <sighs> and uh that it's the oni's turn it can't do anything else at this point eckard it is your turn and you just see the oni just lays waste to luna it is pissed it's going all out it's it doesn't care if it it kills the wolf it's going out you use your sentinel for an eight unfortunately you're not able to hit
2: he blocks with i can't i haven't hit for shit bro (laughs) It's not Eckard's night, man. No, man. Uh, all right. Well, I've only got—I've used all my second level. I have one first level spell left, oh, man. Uh, I got to do it. I mean, I can't let Luna get killed here. So, I am going to use Healing Word. And when I use Healing Word, I'm casting at first level, so it's one D four plus eight. I'm giving her everything I can. I, I, I heal her nine, so at least she's up off of the ground. And then he's just gonna swing his halberd and just challenge out to him. You are a coward, hiding in shadows and playing in mists. Nothing to be appreciated. One that would be devastated on the fields of battle. Is your, Take this.
0: Is your silence still up though?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely still up. He can't. He can't hear anything. He's okay. just fucking up, okay. Fucking <laughs> spitting at him at this point. Okay. Alright, your Halberd. Oh Fuck me, oh.
0: man. Oh, natural one with a, a seven total. The only oh, just swings its glaive and he oh, blocks your halberd. Pause,
2: I can't heal him with that. I can't heal him with that. I can't cast a spell. Luna's- so his his bonus action, instead of him doing that, he's actually gonna give you he'll give Luna one of his moderate healing potions. It's the best that he can do. So okay. instead it'll be two D four
1: plus four. I'm so sorry, four D four plus four. So what you're saying is Ecker just like went through this big chant and went to heal Luna and she just laid on the ground, conti- like just continued. <laughs> was like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> so I'll heal Luna
2: for 11 plus four. So 15. Yeah. So ignore my original heal for nine. It, it's better, but I'm now out of greater healing potions. Okay. Now that it's Eska's turn, she understands we're under a silence.
0: So she's going to attempt to get around the oni to try and give eckard a flank with her katana drawn she rushes to the side of the oni now flanking it with eckard and she's going to swing with her katana with both of her hands she's not able to hit with a 14 unfortunately so as she goes and slashes at the oni he turns his glaive to the side and blocks it
4: (laughs) nice try you and your friends Shall I meet your ends tonight, in the name of
0: Koldar. All right, that's all she can do, Yalar, It is now.
5: Your We're
4: turn. all just fucking. I know spit, you're all spitting spit
5: game. Can't hear a bit of shit. <laughs> yup. What's so
2: dialogue?
1: You just see them
2: <laughs> spitting game, man. Oh
5: man, the fucking the Oni is tan signing like,
2: what's at what's her? her right now. You're gonna get fucked up, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just gives her the finger.
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny <laughs> yeah. as hell
1: big oni um, figure.
2: The, so, the zone of silence is visible by the way team. So don't, uh, just so you understand, it's focused right on top of me because it was all that I could yes. kind of do and it moves out in a 20 foot around me. So yeah.
0: All right, Ylar, you're up. The Oni still standing. There. He's he's pretty hurt but you know, he's he's, he's still standing. So what are you doing?
3: Ylar is going to go behind Kai and Sam. And he is going to fire an Eldritch Blast. Okay, so the 16 goes flinging.
0: That will miss, but you get two.
3: Oh, I get two? Oh, I'm
0: sorry. That hits, that hits. Yeah, you get oh, two it does Eldritch
3: Yeah. Remember, you always okay.
0: you have two elders Blasts at level five. Remember that. Don't give okay.
3: yourself. So I'll do the first damage for the first one.
0: Seven points of damage. All right, so roll your stand. that hits. So uh, okay. a total of 11 points of damage. You slam your elders Blast into the side of the Oni. He almost drops its glaive. I ah! think that's all I can do. And strike. All right, 23 will hit. Yeah. So I have to make a saving throw. What's your DC? I might have passed this. 12, I believe. 12. Okay, oh, yeah, I definitely passed it then. So 18 points. No, wait. 23 will hit. The 15 or 13 will not. So the nine piercing damage strikes and deals damage to the Oni. What is Luna doing? Unless you're doing anything else.
1: Luna's dead as fuck. Ah, yeah, She's nah, nah, oh, back up. Luna's, Luna's, oh, okay. Right,
0: she got healed. Oh, 17, 17, 17 will hit. <laughs> Go Luna, rip his ass! <laughs>
5: <laughs> she enough. backing off.
2: She's so much more effective than me, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> For eight piercing damage, Luna
0: bites onto the leg.
2: Rip Luna. his ass off his feet! fucking you, uh, bitch!
0: Oni, it, Luna's able to basically grab some skin and chunk from the Oni's leg as he yells out the pain. Let's see here. Please be prone. I'm sure he'll pass, but uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: he's passed. Yeah. He's got he's
0: got a lot of strength. <laughs>
1: so. All right. So Sam is gonna fucking he is mad at this point. He is so pissed off. All he wanted to do, he already fucking got uh attacked by a goddamn mimic. Then he got attacked by a fucking crustacean that lives on the goddamn ceiling then he got chased by a tyrannosaurus rex and a fucking mutant centipede all he wanted was some rest he just wanted to (laughs) lay down and get a good night's sleep so he's mad he's gonna run up to here right here all right he runs up to the oni right next to the oni pull out his rapier and he's gonna fucking swing again all right but as he's doing it he's running and he's yelling even after (laughs) like he's full fucking ah and then just goes quiet
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Silence. Yeah, I just fucking go beaten feet into the into the silence, just mass. Uh,
0: so as you do so, you have a, <laughs> you have advantage on this. Twenty three will hit. Let's go, and then you get your three d six. 12 piercing oh. damage. Oh, plus your sneak damage. Nice, you rolled max for your rapier damage, dude. And then three d six, which hope oh, let's see if you roll max on your sneak attack. He did pretty good. Oh, okay, pretty and good. then
1: I'm going to pull out my dagger.
0: That will hit with an advantage, but it, remember, it's just a D4. So 11 points of sneak attack damage plus the 12 piercings. You're at right it at 23 damage. And then whatever did the D4 on the dagger. The dagger is going to do another one damage. So uh, 20, what did I say? 24 points of damage total. You come charging at the side of the Oni in anger, and with all your strength, you're able to do almost maximum damage. You pierce the side of the Oni and you can feel your rapier going much deeper than it did before. And the Oni he grunts out. You don't hear him, but you can see him wince in the face.
1: <sighs> and then I want to, as my bonus action, I well, want that, to the
0: dagger, was no, dagger. Oh, okay, 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 so, yeah. So uh, at this point, it's now the Oni's turn. The Oni's knowing it, it's a little bit in trouble here with unable to casting any spells. You can see though as its turn comes up, uh, some of the damage on it slowly heals up and it takes a 5 foot step back towards the table behind it and it begins to spin its glaive in anger and as it does it does a sweeping motion to attempt try and hit several people and the first sweep goes for Eckerd Eckerd I rolled a 24 that's going to hit you oh yeah for sure uh, and
5: 18. he wasn't
0: dodging so okay so Eckerd you'll be taking let's see here a uh, 14 and then uh, so total of 18 points of damage Ugh. Luna, oh, fuck. That's going to hit Luna. Luna is going to take 19 points of damage. Yes! All right, the Sentinel, <laughs> uh-huh. you rolled a 20. For your reaction, you go to attack the Oni with your Halberd as Eckard swings for six slashing damage. You find yourself cutting into the arm of the Oni as the Oni cuts into you and then into Luna, and he just growls out. He's very hurt, you can tell, but that's all the Oni can do. Eckard, you see Luna drop to the ground again. You've been hit as well. So it is now your turn. What are you doing?
2: Can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so in his mind, he's just going, I've got to make Luna's sacrifice count. So uh, first thing, he's going to second wind. He's going to heal 1d10 plus plus your 1d10 level. plus my fighter level. So yes. 1d10 plus 2. So 7 hit points. Better than mm-hmm. nothing. That's just my bonus action. Okay. And he is at this point, he's going to try and Albert him. I'm just not. Yeah, it's Elizabeth not my hates. time. Yeah. He will step another five foot forward, though, to try and put himself in pose between him and Luna. Yeah. At that point, okay. he's, he's staying on him like wide on race. All right. So
0: uh, it's now Eska's turn, and she's still in the sound barrier. She knows that's difficult for her since she's a sorceress. However, she's going to do another. She's not, she's pretty hurt. She's not wanting to allow this Oni to hit at her. So she's going to move closer to the Oni's flank, but not far enough for him to get a tag of opportunity to give Eckerd the flank. Thank you. And uh, Eska takes her katana, and she's just going to swing again uh, as hard as she can with her, her katana attempting to hit this Oni. And she has an advantage. Oh, man. Bro, it's just with a 13. Day. Yeah, with a 13, the owner just blocks and swipes away her katana. I will just say, she with her being knocked out already once, she's she's weakened and hurt, so it's a lot more difficult for her to do physical damage here. That's all Eska can do, unfortunately. She does not get two attacks right now with her katana, unfortunately. Uh, she's only one level of fighter. It is now Yalar's turn.
3: Oh no, not the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to attack with a uh, second level. Witch Bolt again. All right. Let's see how this does. All
2: right. right. Let's hope He is in. all
3: sorts oh, of flakes, brother. That yeah. For
0: 24. <laughs> so that's 2d4 or 2d12. For 16 Ooh. lightning damage, your uh, lightning, your Witch Bolt crackles and it slams against the Oni's back. And as it does so, you have that continued chain on the Oni. So your next turn, it will do instant damage if you decide to.
3: So also, I'm not going to move to the bottom of the stairs.
2: If you do, you will be inside of the silence. Yeah, it's not that your spell stops. It doesn't stop yeah. spells. So with this, it would still be going on, but you verbally cannot cast any other spells. So you wouldn't be able to do eldritch blast. You couldn't do any of those things.
3: Okay.
1: And the the silence stops right in front of Kai.
2: Yeah. So let me measure it out again. It was I started right here, and it literally went to here. So, anywhere Um, within this 20-foot radius. And again, guys, it's visible. It literally looks like a dome of force around us.
3: Yeah, I'm going to move closer just in case he does move. I'll still be in range.
2: Well, his movement is zero for right now.
0: Yeah, because of the sentinel. So, he he couldn't move. He can't
3: even
2: move away from us. Yep. uh, Not until after my round starts. Let's put it to you that way
0: i
3: still move closer anyway.
0: Kai, it is now your turn. Uh, Luna needs to make me a death saving throw. Oh, uh, no, the one time. She, uh, and she uh, oh, fails. Wow. She fails her saving throw. So That's one death saving throw. Fail two more and she'll be dead. You still have your turn, though, Kai.
1: Do you have any healing potions? 24
0: will hit for four piercing
5: damage. All right, you got a second attack. So the 22 will hit. So eight total points of damage. I have a question. Uh, can I jump over the rail of these steps? Yeah. And I'm going to jump over the rail and move like
0: here. Okay, so you jump over the rail, landing on the first floor. You're not too far up from the flooring, so you're able to do it with ease. Sam, it's now your turn.
1: He's still pissed. You can see his mouse running, but you don't hear nothing. Because he just talk shit. <laughs> and now talk I have an advantage. Got you advantage. Have. Yep, you
0: have advantage. So you'll get your sneak attack if you hit. And that <laughs> hits.
2: Dude, you guys have been rolling so good.
0: Nine piercing damage, almost max again. Nice. So do your sneak attack. Yeah, Sam's cool. doing a lot of work right now. Yo, Sam and Sam, Sam, Yalar and Luna. Sam,
2: Yalar and Kai have really kind yeah. of been carrying it. And Luna, Luna's doing a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah, Luna
5: got two max damages.
0: Damn! <laughs> 12 points of fucking damage. Oh. So 21. 12 sneak attacks. So yeah, 21 total damage. Bonus action from your dagger. That will hit. So we a D4 for... Uh, oh yeah. Three,
2: three points, more.
0: Three more points of damage. 24. Another 24 points of damage. <sighs> you're able to cut and Pierce, and as you do so, the only drops to one knee. He is bleeding out all over. He's he is struggling.
1: Before Sam, I you do can that, tell I give hurt. him the finger, and I fucking stab him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't, right. he can't hear me. He's not, he, me. He, he's he not dead,
2: but you, he's
0: hurt. Uh, it's now his turn, and he's gonna look around. And with his last uh, moments, he knows he's really hurt. He might be fucked. Yeah, he can't move, so he's going to do what he can to be a dick. He swings his glaive around. Um, oh, no. That's a natural 20. On Luna. Leave her
1: alone. Who Luna. He
0: Luna. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh, Luna's gone. I just need you to know, if I get a crit on someone that's down, that's two death-saving throws that are failed. The Oni, I'm sorry, Kai. He, he knows his time is probably up. He's going to take whoever out he can. And with the glaive, he swings it and he cuts down into Luna. And as oh, he does so, oh. he cuts Luna in the side as hard as he can. And Kai, you see Luna's side, it just bursts open as the glaive pulls away. Luna lies there lifeless. That was, oh. uh, that's, that's three death saving throws. I'm sorry, Kai. But, Luna is dead, and he takes this glaive. You rolled your sentinel to attack. With a 24, that will hit. So, for 10 slashing damage, Eckert. So, let me see. Perfect opportunity attacks when you take this. Okay. So, as you do so, he goes to attempt for his second attack. But before he can get it off, uh, you're able to do your 10 damage. How do you kill the Oni, Eckert? Are you
2: kidding me? Uh, So, after he does it, Eckert slams his halberd sharp side down to... Cut loose the left hand, holding the halberd, uh, holding the glaive. He cuts it off of his form. And with a sweeping motion, he swings the halberd across his neck. So it lifts his head just back far enough as he starts to blurt out all of his blood. And as it starts to heal back, he finishes the halberd through the rest of his neck, severing his head from the top of his body and throws his head across the floor over the table and into the side over there you bastard
0: so as you do so the the oni is not able to get his second attack off as you're able to use your reaction after the first attack and the oni's body drops to the floor lifeless its head rolling and at this point eckard you see that the oni is finished however unfortunately luna has fallen in combat eckard and eska you both were pretty low on health so it's pretty rough kai i'm sorry but the oni it knew it was dying it was going to take someone out with him uh i didn't know i was gonna roll crit though
4: I said, i'm sorry kai
0: <laughs> dirty unfortunately luna's not able oh, to make man. It. and as the oni drops to the ground silence fills the room
2: i'm assuming uh, i'll, uh, I'll put the, the site i'll turn off the uh okay. i'll lower silence at this okay.
0: point. kai you see your your wolf lying there lifeless I don't know what you're doing, but Taking we are
5: outside the barrier.
0: <laughs> we will uh, <laughs> let us let us end this tragic side story episode tonight, and we will pick up where we left off next time on Taverns and Caverns.
2: Oh man, Ecker is visibly shaken.
0: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Taverns and Caverns. But before we go, you can follow me on Twitter at haphazarddm.
2: Yeah. Uh, my name is Jake Life. You can find me on Twitter at JK Life. You can
3: also find me on Instagram at the same. Yeah, I'm Rod, also Rodimus. I mean, I guess I'll go ahead and plug my uh, social media. Maybe uh, might encourage me to actually use it more. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, Rodimus83 and on Twitter at Rodimus7901.
1: And I'm Patrick. Thank you. again for having us and inviting us to this and you can find me on twitch at casper spelled with a k uh the wicked w-i-k-i-d and you can also find me on twitter and the same thing
2: i'm mark
5: thank you uh, for letting me experience my first time on dnd i actually quite enjoyed myself even though i was quiet for the most part but uh i have nothing to plug and social media wise. All right, cool. Well, no
0: problem. That's okay. But those are all of our players. You can find them all the Twitter or Instagram handles that they've mentioned. And again, you can find Taverns and Caverns at tavernscaverns.com or tavernscaverns Caverns on Twitter. Thank you so much, everyone. And you all have a
4: wonderful
5: day or night.